to the Queen Behaviour Podcast. I'm your host, Talia DeJulio Adams, and welcome to Queen Behaviour. What up, what up, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of Queen Behaviour. I am your host, Talia DeJulio Adams, and guys, this is the final episode of season one of QB. Guys, I just, I really want to take a moment and say a big, beautiful, juicy, yummy thank you (laughs) to every single one of you. You know, this time last year, I really, really made a declaration and a commitment to myself that 2019 meant I was going to see through something in which that didn't exist. And for me, that really was what queen behavior truly, truly means to me. You guys have heard me share this past season um, on so many different topics that have really been close to my heart, um, topics that I deeply believe in, and those in which have really served me, particularly this year. You know, we've spoken about so many different arts, and if you guys have seen the little uh, common theme I've done, I've, I've really, you know, named them as the art of dot 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 because I truly believe that they are an art to really master, to really um, start within yourself, and to continue to grow in your life. So we've spoken about, you know, the art of consistency, all the way from the art of manifestation and courage what it truly means to uh, manifest and master time. You know, the art of motherhood, um, turning your, your your trauma into triumphs. And all the way up until this very, very episode and the final episode of this season, in which is so relevant for this time of year, and that is the art of intention. When I was truly thinking about how I wanted to end out this season of QB, I really wanted to end it. But more importantly, you guys, start it in a way that was going to be such divine energy to bring you guys into a new year. And, you know, not only a new year, you guys, but a new decade. So before we go on to talking about the power and the art of intention, there are a couple of things that I really, really just want to honor. First and foremost, what a year 2019 has been. You know, if you guys follow me on the social fronts, you would have seen a couple of posts back. I really talked about maybe for you, 2019 was your growth year. You know, maybe you really found yourself introverted and introspected more than ever. And you were really going through the motions. But for you, it was really taking 10 steps back to grow the person that you are. Maybe you had a lot of shifts going on in your life and you really knew that this was going to be the year that was so important for your years to come. For some of you, it may have been a really tough year, you know, and tough in whatever way that might have meant. And for others, it might have been your breakthrough year. But I really want to talk about how as a society, we look at that. And I don't know if you just heard how I shared that, but everything always has to be so separate, right? You know, you hear so many people saying, but this year was this kind of year for me and this next year is going to be this year and new year, new me, and this is what I'm going to do. But guys, I want to encourage you, what if, just what if with dark comes light, with good comes bad, with the breakdowns come the breakthroughs. And so I want to come full circle there. For me, 
2019 was some serious breakdowns that flourished, you guys, into some beautiful, beautiful breakthroughs. And the reason I share that is as a society, we look at everything so separate. Oh, well, my year started this way. It didn't start off very well. So that means this is the direction it's going to go or the total opposite. My year has started so great. It's so high vibing. And now I have an expectation for it to rise and rise and rise. And what we often find is that we're at a loss either way. So for a new year, for 2020, I want to encourage you to really, really think of something. I have truly experienced that with some of the hardest breakdowns, you guys can bring the most beautiful of breakthroughs. And this year was really difficult. This time last year, my husband and I were in two very different locations in the world as a partnership and a married couple. For all of my couples out there, you would know that you have to continually allow yourself to evolve as an individual and really tap into what makes you happy, what makes you content, what keeps you ticking. And whilst doing that, you also have to acknowledge the the one half of you in a relationship. And we really found ourselves needing to reevaluate what made us happy as two individuals, but also as a collective partnership. And what I found, you guys, is with vulnerability truly comes some beautiful joy. And if you're not allowing yourself to be vulnerable and honoring what you're going through, then you're always going to have an expectation of so much light. But I have finally, finally understood that if we as a society can look at dark a little differently, guys, without dark, we cannot experience light and it goes both ways. So with that being said, I want to open my heart to you guys, whoever may be listening to this right now and wherever you are, if you are experiencing your season of dark, it is okay. You know, things will get better and I promise you that there can only be so much dark before you see light. I was there, you guys, this time last year. And my God, if I was not there honoring my heart, my vulnerability, and what it was that I was so willing to shift in some of my darkest moments, I would not be talking to you guys right now in this forum on Queen Behavior, gone on to really create an online thriving business and really flourish all areas of my life in my relationship, in my environment, and in my own self. So I know that took a slight turn, but for me, this this podcast has really, really meant showing up imperfectly perfect. I will continue to share that message and I will continue to hope that you guys will act in that message, that showing up imperfectly perfect is the only way we can show up. And if we surrender to that, I promise that you guys will be able to create from a space of love, from a space of success, from a space of everything that you want to experience because you've let go of the recovering perfectionism in your life. And showing up imperfectly perfect truly is where the joy lies. So to get to your joy, okay, take that, take those breakdowns And it's often, guys, the fuel. It's often what we do in what actually happens to and for us that leads us to our next journey, to leading us into that next whatever and which is going to happen for you because you chose in how you wanted to react. 
So I really want to leave it there and come full circle as to, well, where was this time last year for myself, for my relationship and everything in it and how we turned that around into some of the most beautiful breakthroughs this year. I want to be able to give you guys some tips and some, I guess, new habits that you can take from this episode so that when 2020 rolls around, December of 2020 next year rolls around, you can say from some small new habits, yes, maybe I'm in some of my breakdowns right now, but I got to take those and I got to use them as fuel in all the right ways. So wherever you are right now and whatever you're doing, I want you to stop and I want you just to place your hand on your heart and I want you to honor the year that has been 2019. Whatever that's been for you, I want you to honor it. I want you to give it gratitude and I want you to say thank you because without the good and bad happening to and for us, only then can we continue to be impacted in moving forward. Only then can we be truly inspired and motivated in moving forward. So I want to give you guys the fun, fun, fun topic I want to talk about today to close out this season of QB. And the one topic that truly for me has brought everything in which we've spoken about this season together. And as I said before, that really is the art, the power of intention. So many people will hear me talk about this, particularly in my business, but also if you're a good friend of mine or my family member, you will hear me talk about, well, what is your intention? Well, what is, and for me, for those of you that maybe struggle in understanding truly what intention means, I want to, I want to give you another meaning of it. Having an intention is truly being in touch with your why. Why is it that you do what you do? The intention that you set is ultimately your why. Now, what I've learned in my years is when we're not in tune with our intentions, that is truly when we experience what I like to call a very broad result. So many of us spend so many years, you know, particularly why this episode is so relevant at this time of year. We come into a new year, we set intentions, but we set so many, or we're not clear on what those intentions are. So let me give you an example, okay? It's like you're going to Santa Claus, and you're going to Santa Claus, and you're going to sit on his lap, and you have written out 50 pages worth of wishes for what you want for Christmas. It's just page after page after page. Santa, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, and the list goes on. Rather than going to visit Santa Claus, sitting on his lap and having one letter in hand, looking at Santa and saying, Santa, this is my wish. (laughs) Now, guys, I hope you enjoyed my fun Santa Claus analogy. For more my adults out there, I don't know about you all, but I still love going to visit Santa Claus. Either way, you guys, my example here is this. So often as adults, we really, really think that we're setting all of these intentions. A new year rolls around and this is what we're calling in and this is what we want. But guys, what I know so sure and what I've come to know is that we will save so much time if we allow ourselves to be specific in what we're calling in. And having an intention, you guys, is ultimately like having a wish. 
Now, back to my Santa Claus analogy, I am sure if you went to visit Santa Claus and you did have a million wishes and intentions that he would deliver because, hey, he's Santa Claus. <laughs> but in real time, you guys, in real life, okay, if you are trying to be, in, be so intentional with so many different things, then what I really honestly want to share with you is that you are not clear on what you're actually trying to call in. And the common theme you will see right now is everything truly is divinely connected. You know, we've spoken about this in previous episodes, that clarity is king. And without that clarity in our intention, then guys, we ultimately cannot create the intentions that we are wanting. Okay. So what are some intentions? I want to give you an example. Okay. Some good intentions may be some physical intentions. You might be setting a new year's goal to create some change in your body. Okay, some spiritual intentions where you really want to be able to slow down a little for the coming year and practice a little bit more of meditation. Okay, maybe you have some relationship intentions, work intentions, overall intentions. It does not matter. An intention is an intention. And ultimately, setting one is truly your why as to why you're really wanting to set that intention to begin with. Setting an intention is your plan to do a specific thing. Now, let's really highlight that word and let's say that again. To really set an intention is to set a plan to do a specific thing. So an example of intention is someone going to the gym, okay? Now, what do you think we can create specifically to get you from creating that thought in your mind to actually getting to the gym? What is that missing part that sometimes we fall short with our intention? Well, maybe that missing part is setting a specific time. So again, what does that look like? Your intention is to go to the gym, but your most specific intention is to go to the gym at 8 a.m. Do you see where I'm going with this, you guys? Setting an intention in general is so, so important. And I'm going to take it 10 steps back. For some of us, we're not even setting intentions, you guys. It's almost like walking life blindly. And if you're walking life blindly, then how can you expect to create some really beautiful results in your life? My wish for you, here it is, my intention <laughs> for a new year is that you get to be so clear on what you're calling in, that you're so specific. And hey, I can hear some of you on the other end of this right now saying, well, Tal, I don't really know. I, I can't be specific with my intentions because I'm not really sure. My advice to you guys is to start somewhere. Start somewhere with what you are clear on. Are you clear on the fact that you want to lose that extra five kilos this year? Are you clear on the fact that you want to make an extra thousand dollars in the new year every month? What is it that you are at least clear on, which will then go on to cause a plan of action to really then be able to get to your result? I like to call this reverse engineering. And if your end result, you guys, is your intention, your end result is to feel good that after 30 days, you lost those 5 kgs or after 30 days that go into 90 days that turn into your whole year. And you went on to, and I will use me as an example, you went on to change your environment, better your relationship, and grow a successful business, 
then you must reverse engineer specifically what that looks like. And for me this year, my hot, hot tip that I could give you guys is truly getting specific on a feeling and a meaning. Attach a feeling and a meaning to what your intention truly means to you. My feeling and my meaning this year, you guys, was being able to have a white winter, have a true beautiful white Christmas with my husband and be able to really provide and give us whatever it would look like come December of 2019. I attached a feeling and a meaning to my intention. And what I know so sure, guys, is yes, many of us act differently. Some women, you know, act differently to men. We all know this. Some a little bit more um, emotional and some are a little bit more logical. But what I know for sure is that when you attach an emotion to anything that you do, 99% of the time you will achieve that intention. And why is setting and living into your intentions so important, you guys? Because it allows you to focus on who you are in the moment. It really, really allows you to really recognize your values and it raises your emotional um, intelligence. It raises your emotional energy and it raises, raises that frequency in which you're acting from. Intentions give you a purpose. And when you have purpose, you guys, you can never fall short in your life. So my tip for you ending out this episode and the season that has been Queen Behavior, I am so passionate, you guys, on living into your ideal purpose. And if you can feel that from me right now, or if you follow me um, on my socials or you know me, you know that I really act from a place of purpose. I truly believe that everyone has a purpose in this world. And whether you act on that or not, whether you allow your worth to know that Sometimes it can, I'll be honest, it can be really difficult when you're somebody that has gone on and acted from that place of purpose and you've been so in tune with your intention, you almost start to become a little bit of my, of a minority in the world because people start to look at you and go, well, it's for her, but not for me. And I'm really here to tell you that I just call BS on that. I call so much BS on that because I truly believe that we all have a purpose And we need, we must have the courage to really act on that. All of us can act on that. But when you truly know your worth and you're not putting somebody else on a pedestal or you're not letting somebody else be in their purpose and you not be in yours, then my greatest wish for you for a new year, my greatest wish for 2020 is that you bring in all of the episodes in which I've spoken on this year, you know, having the courage having the mastering act of time, being able to really master your purpose and your intention and allow yourself to act from that place in 2020. I want to leave it there and I want you guys to know that I deeply, deeply have a sense of love for those in which I don't even know. I don't know how to describe it. Sometimes I actually refrain from sharing it because I get it. I know most of the world would be saying, but how? Tal, that makes no sense. And guys, I I truly believe that I have been called in this world to love. I truly believe that maybe in a small way, there are so many more people out there, so many more podcasts, so many more pages, so many, you know, the list goes on that are truly, truly living in their purpose. They've really 
They've mastered it and they've dropped in to what they're here to do. And all I could say right now is that I truly feel I've gone on to do that this year. And I hope that for one of you or thousands of you that I can be a voice, a message or even an energy and a feeling that you will act with courage and that you will walk in your intention for a new year and a new decade ahead. I have so much love for every single one of you. I am so grateful that you have been willing to take 20 minutes of your time or an hour of your time to listen into Queen Behavior this year. And I'm excited to come back with so many more beautiful guest speakers, those that have radically impacted my life, those that I get to rub shoulders with and truly call friends. I'm excited to continue to really bring you my breakthroughs through my breakdowns and allow you to step into your intention and your purpose for a new decade. Until next time, you guys, you are king, you are queen. Don't ever forget it. Don't ever veer away from it. And I will see you in the new year to join you for season two of Queen Behavior.